talking about how some movies have societal impact on the world much more. I am one of your co-hosts, Samuel Lollipop. And I'm one of your other co-hosts, Blair Waddell. Today we will have two professors, Jeremy and JJ, from the Film and Media Production Program at Algonquin College. Woot woot! Um, so hi, Jeremy and JJ. How are you guys doing today? Good. We're yeah. doing great. Thank you yeah. for uh, inviting us. Thank you very much. Today we want to talk to you about, um, you know, your program and your journey to being a professor. Yeah, so the first one for both of you is just kind of where did you guys go to school? Well, I, maybe I'll start this because I know JJ's story a little bit and you know JJ. So um, my school journey was pretty long. I, I went to university for a couple of years, was not successful by the program that did. Um, and I wasn't So I took a break from school and I realized that Ottawa, I grew up in the Ottawa had a program for those who struggled. So I signed up for it and the light bulb literally So I did two years at Algonquin for television broadcasting. Uh, went into work for about 12 to 15 years of working in the industry. professor and then coordinator of the television program uh, and then about uh, maybe well four years ago we launched the film program so I developed the film program yeah so I grew up in a little small town so I always had a passion for film in, in high school and when I was a young kid I loved watching movies I decided to come to the big city of Ottawa and study film at Carleton University um, took film studies there. Uh, it was great. Um, learned a lot, but unfortunately never got to uh, shoot any movies. So I thought, why not go to the place where um, things actually happen and you get your hands on experience. So I came to Algonquin College and I took television broadcasting and got to be uh, Jeremy's uh, first class as a full-time teacher. So um, yeah, that's where I met Jeremy when I was a student. I was an older student at the time going through four years of university. Um, but uh, whipped through that program, and then uh, as soon as I got out of um, the, being a student, I started working on film sets, and that 12-year uh, career took me um, from a PA to first assistant director to eventually directing my first feature-length film, and then um, I decided to dabble in uh, teaching during COVID because um, Jeremy was starting this brand new film media program. I wanted to uh, be a part of it, um, to help train the next bastion of young students um, to work on a film set and really just spread my passion to um, the, the Ottawa community. Yeah, like that's amazing. Actually, like it's just it's just very interesting knowing that like you actually developed a program and then like there's like your first student. Oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> but like, how did you get into like what what made you choose film? <laughs> I mean, I, I it's like. How does anyone get a passion for something? It, it, it just comes out of something you do for fun that eventually you realize um, I can maybe make money off of this. So, um, you know, I was a child of divorce, but, you know, my dad used to spend weekends um, going to Jumbo Video and renting movies. And, and, you know, and DVDs were new and surround sound systems in your house were new. It was really a new way of experiencing a movie, unlike the VHS days before where everything was stereo and mono. So, like, I would just watch movies every weekend at my dad's house, and, and it really just sucks you in. And then my dad say, says to me, and my mom says to me, uh, 
Jay, whatever you do, um, do something you love because you're going to be doing it the rest of your life. And I hate my job. <laughs> so I don't want you to hate your job. No, it's my dad <laughs> saying I hate my job. But it's interesting, yeah. you know, yeah. like that emotional attachment to movies. Like a movie like Raiders of the Lost Ark brings you back to a time of emotion. Uh, and for JJ, it brings you to a time with his family. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. like it's, it's, it's a, movies have such power, and we're lucky to be able to just like kind of tell those stories. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually have a question for you. Because you mentioned that you went to Carlton first and then Algonquin. So for like film and that kind of stuff, what what would you say is the big difference between both programs? Uh, it's a pretty simple difference. Um, Carlton is um, more of an academia when it comes to studying. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to know the history of film, if oh. you want want to understand how film affects the brain, um, the psychology of film, um, it's more um, it's more about writing and talking about movies. It's not about making. Okay. Um, that was the big divide I had found between studying film and learning film and then eventually being on a film set <laughs> is in at Carlton we used to write essays and say oh the director you know he had this vision and so he put the camera low because he wanted to capture this angle that looks up that gives the character power and a sense of earning and learning and and then when I actually got on a real film set um, the director goes no, that's not what happened. The tripod broke. So I literally <laughs> took off my shoe and we balanced the camera on my shoe and it just happened to be a cool angle. So we shot it. So it was like this device. So it was so funny. And, and the director was just doing what he had to do to make the scene work. And then there's this film theorist behind it, giving it all this meaning, but it never had that meaning to begin with. But that's what the power of film is, is any person who watches it derives different meaning from it. Um, not that anyone's wrong, but the silly mistakes become uh, hilarious happy so mistakes. happy mistakes so <laughs> it, it's theory versus practical that's the difference mm. carlton uh is great if you want to be a theorist but it, if you want to uh, actually make movies um you have to get the hands-on because yeah. just writing is not enough mm -hmm. right? and if you if you struggle with that writing which i did i mean i was writing for like and i always say that algonquin judges how well they swim, not how well they do street, right? So you're in the right environment and you do well. Mm -hmm. And for some people, academia is the right environment. For other people, it's just hands-on making the film is the right environment. So it's all in the mm -hmm. No, I agree with that. Um, what would you guys say are some films that, let's say there's a first year like student coming in, what are some films that you always recommend to people to watch kind of when they're getting into the program? I'll pass this over to Jay. Okay. <laughs> uh, because we uh, we actually one of our programs is called Film Theory One and Film Theory Two, mm -hmm. uh, and JJ leads that course and, and actually creates the films that are used. So yeah. uh, JJ's gone through the, uh, the the documentaries and films, and we've really curated uh, a lot of great films. So I'll, I'll pass it over to JJ. Yeah. Uh, but we're always changing them too. That they're yeah. always we're trying to show current things and new things. So yeah. Pass that on to JJ. I mean, I don't want to get stuck in the rut of saying this is the essential film that all people need to watch because there is no one film that does that for anybody. Mm -hmm. Every film is going to give its own lessons. I mean, we teach film history. We talk about Citizen Kane um, due to its uh, creative um, cinematography and its editing and its framing and staging of and how it moves the story along. And, I mean, it's influential in its own right. Uh, but then we'll watch a movie like Birth of a Nation, um, which is, you know, 
filled with really seriously racist undertones that can be difficult for some people to watch, but from a historical perspective, when it comes to film, it's very important. So for me to say what is, I it, it's it's a hard question to answer because there is no one film. Um, mm -hmm. But for just a recent example, um, and especially talking about documentary, um, I think it's important that the students that take our program or people who are interested in film need to understand is what you see on the screen isn't all that's there. Mm -hmm. um, it, there's so much happening behind the screen. So recently we watched Lost in La Mancha, mm -hmm. which is a documentary about a movie that was never made. Um, it was never made because it failed during production. And it is a documentary that follows that failure and follows all the things that led up to that failure. Um, and you see all the behind the scenes craziness and all the behind the scenes footage. Um, for right now, that's the movie I would recommend to my students because um, as much as we want to show them what's on the screen, we have to make them understand about all the business that happens behind the screen. Mm -hmm. And when you see something fail miserably, especially in a documentary format, it really sells that idea. So in terms of learning um, and in terms of understanding behind the scenes, for sure, Lost in La Mancha, incredible film. Um, and it's a uh, basically it's a film about a film um, called... Uh, about Don Quixote and Terry Gilliam's attempt to try to make that film that he spent 30 years trying to make. And it failed, and, and then eventually, 18 years later, he did make the film. And then there's another documentary about how he eventually did make it. So um, it, that, that's really uh, what I see as the learning moment, is, is seeing behind the, the, the screen. Now, just, I know we have more questions, but just to, to complement that. So in, the, in our production lab, in the, the first semester, Students are making documentaries and they're learning about these things daily in the class. And they're seeing what uh, uh, you know the best in the world is doing, and they you know, they're making their own sometimes case learning. So our final project for the first semester, we make documentaries. PBS, which is a uh, station in the states, uh, just right on the border, they give us one hour of broadcast time. So when we're required, and we're you know so in December, those documentaries are going to go to air, and they'll get an international broadcast and they'll get their own feature film like PBS is pretty uh, pretty big yeah um, the last question that we have for you guys would be just is there any like examples of any successful student projects that has came out of your program like the film one? well I'll talk a little bit about it I mean the it's it's how do you judge success yeah so I mean I would say that every one of the films that come out is a success because yeah. Mm -hmm. And so even just the completion of it is pretty huge. Mm -hmm. uh, some documentaries that we did last year, we did a big one that was in called Ottawa Block. PBS aired it. Uh, but oh, then, that's cool. Um, and then, but BBC saw it, so they actually bought it off the studio. Oh. And they actually have a studio film credit in the gym. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So the students got a little bit of money for it. Uh, and I think the Ottawa has an Inside Out uh, film festival, yeah. uh, and they purchased that for the students. So you know, if you have the right content, mm -hmm. you'll find like a, a good story well told with the right content. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I mean, we have a lot of success stories from our students because uh, and JJ works in the film club. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not about projects for me because not everybody comes out of our program as a director. Sometimes mm -hmm. you want to come out as a camera person, uh, an art director. Um, it all depends what your passion is. So for me, success stories are the students who text me or that I meet on set and they're working full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, I just literally had two students graduate in August and they're saying they're booked up until 
Christmas and that they're doing three Hallmark movies, Hallmark Christmas movies, and they're super excited and they can't believe that they're, you know, mon- a month out of school and they're already on their career path. Mm-hmm. So I that that's the success story for me. Yeah. I was up in February at a film festival and we did the uh, film set for the summer networking and the production coordinator there was Jane Bob. That's the oh, that's they're cool. They're all over. Yeah. It's pretty rewarding. I mean, I didn't know they were going to be there. I just walked in. I'm like, what are you doing Oh, yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> great. It's pretty neat. Hmm. Well, thank you guys for, um, like, coming on and everything. We really appreciated it. And thank you for tuning in to our fourth episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it and learned some fun things. And the journey with being a film and media professor. Uh, do you guys have anything to say? No, just uh, thank you for inviting us. And uh, our PBS documentary will be on WPBS Watertown on uh, December 16th at 10 p.m. And as well, we're entering the Christmas season. So please support local, support Ottawa, and watch those wonderful Hallmark movies that <laughs> really grease the wheels in our town. <laughs> Remember, guys, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Transistor to get updated on our upcoming episodes. I'm Makano. And I'm Blair. Toot toot.